0: The Verge on Greatness, a podcast about films that verge on greatness, but mostly just wallow in mediocrity, with your hosts, Mike Porkfellow and Greg Cerventi.
1: Hey. Hey. Are you ready to be entertained?
0: I'm very ready to be entertained. Are you ready I couldn't to be, be more ready? Listener. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they're ready too. They're ready. I mean, they're here, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> They, <laughs> yeah. Why else would you? What else would you do? It? If you're not ready. I mean, if you've clicked if on this not, well, podcast by accident, yeah. I mean, please stay. If you're, but but you if know. you're not ready, you should really, you should really yeah. pause this and come back to it when you are ready, because yeah, there's so dangers. The dangers of being entertained when you are not ready. It just that's leaps, right. When it just leaps out at you. You might wind up with a sword in the face. Just like an accidental <laughs> you sword. C- you could. You could. <laughs> <It> um, <is. laughs> We are are a podcast called Verging on Greatness. Uh, My name is Mike, and this is my friend Craig, and we do a podcast where we talk about a movie that is, as the title suggests, Verging on Greatness. It's pretty good, it's it's up there, it's all right, but something is not quite there. Something's just a little bit off, something's missing. And uh, once a year, uh, we set ourselves a little challenge. um, When it's Oscar season, we pick an Oscar movie, and uh, an Oscar winner, Best Picture winner, uh, which is theoretically uh, pretty good and um, see if see what we can find there see what, what what's what's left to be desired of the of that Oscar winner for that particular year um, and so for uh, for this episode we have chosen um, gladiator just make it hard for ourselves and I'm yeah I've got to say right off the bat it's, it's it's 20 years so it's came out in 2000 it's 20 years since I saw gladiator um, it's held up really well <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty solid I thought, I thought this was i thought there was gonna be a lot more to say about gladiator but this isn't it's this is
0: a crash situation where it was at the time recognized as being hot garbage <laughs> <laughs>
1: i mean i i thought i th- okay. i mean it you remember this you remember the style right you remember it's it's swords and sandals and it's rusty crow are you not entertained and, and i thought we got to come back to this there's going to be plot holes it's, yep, it's, gonna it's slow, gonna yeah it's going to be slow indulgent pacing i
0: mean it's indulgent but yeah but the pacing is pretty pretty slick and the the script holds together quite nicely it holds together yeah. inc- incredibly well <laughs> yeah <laughs> so this, could, this could be a, sli- a slightly shorter podcast than usual it it rattles along at a fantastic pace it never loses its uh focus it's uh it's excellently it's excellently put together there's dramatic flair and artistic license it's it's everything a good hollywood blockbuster academy award-winning epic should be uh all the way down to props uh, locations uh yeah it's it's
1: it's it's, it's it's hollywood at its best i I, it's really I do solid film i do think i don't think it was the best movie of its of of the of the nominated it was only five at the time this is in 2000 i don't yeah think it was the best not not the 28 five.
0: that you get now yeah
1: but yeah yeah <laughs> but we'll, we'll we'll come back to that a little bit later we'll carry on with gladiator for now and um, we'll come back to the other nominees i do i do think there is another movie that's better that should have won um but uh yeah i, I do have to say on on twenty years, twenty two years later, uh, rewatching it, uh, rewatching it at home instead of in the cinema. Um, uh, look, it's 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 epic. It's it's grand. It's a real. Uh, yeah, it, it launched a whole a whole group of genres of um, of epics yeah, a, yeah. A, a big a big movement of epics uh, swords and sandals epics in the in the 2000s um Craig's sure not, did he's not clicking his fingers to get my attention he's just he's just getting his cat to jump up on his lap <laughs> <laughs> the
0: cat the cat is cold apparently mike, and wants to sit on my lap
1: don't talk about the other movies we said we weren't doing this mike <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, it it certainly does. Uh, it certainly kicked off like uh, as as a direct result of this movie. You definitely got uh, Troy. You definitely got Alexander. Um, you, I would I would suggest strongly that movies like Three Hundred were probably going to happen anyway, uh, being that that's based on a comic property yeah, comic more book. than it's actually based on the war of, of uh, uh, Thermopylae. Um, but it it certainly this this movie certainly gives you gives those films the appetite to to carry on to, yep. to 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 you know oh well that worked this will work right what we really want now is a semi-historically accurate rendition of alexander right let's 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 make that movie that's mm. a good idea it was um,
1: so different from the action the sci-fi action of the of the 90s yeah right? from so we had from a lot of your, star wars, of, your terminators right? yeah. in that at the start and then your star yep. wars and your matrix at the end but it was yep. so it was so different to take to, to go complete other end of that and go back to your back to your ben-hur kind of um big roman epic um, yeah. epics yeah and then of course uh the year after this 2001 everything changed uh there was a real shift in in kind of what audiences were expecting to see there were a lot of movies that just didn't get released or got postponed because you know they were they were about terrorism or or they presented the you know, the police or, or whatever in a bad light so i yep. think that that probably accelerated the desire for the the more escapist kind of um you know the blast from the past sort of movie yeah that, i think i think presented. audiences
0: definitely wanted to see more of a like a especially american audiences definitely wanted to see more of an america first style film because i mean oddly enough the very next film that Ridley scott directs after gladiator is Black Hawk Down, mm. which is not necessarily a movie about the war on terrorism, it's definitely a movie about um, how exceptional American soldiers can be, uh, and how they are going to go after the people they want, and and they will not stop until mm. they get them. Because you know they've got Delta, they've got Black Hawks that go down, uh, and they've got Marines uh, and uh, um, Airborne Rangers who who kick a lot of ass. And mm. so uh, I think yeah, exactly that I think. 9-11 changes the landscape for what what audiences want and interestingly enough uh, we did um we did one of the earlier podcasts that we did was uh steven spielberg's war of the worlds which mm. is 100 percent a response to 9-11 yeah. um in fact some of the imagery from that movie comes from 9-11 uh with the people covered in ash yeah. and dust and stuff yeah here. Um, but again this isn't a 9-11 podcast this is the this is the uh, halicon days of the, yeah. of the late 2000s oh yeah. <laughs> uh, man <laughs> when um, we were young and innocent <laughs> 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 where the worst thing that could happen in, in washington was the sex scandal so <laughs> <laughs> you remember those days mike when oh, a sex man. scandal could end a we career we thought it, we thought now they defy. a career it was the worst thing
1: <laughs> the worst thing he could have done what kind of president oh is this guy um, yeah now yeah. it's yeah yeah now o- Jesus only yeah. that
0: only that yeah God how far has the world come in just 20 years like yeah. uh, I mean it's a bit of a segue it's not about movies at all but like just just the fact that in in, in 2000 um, uh, you could be undone by a picture from when you were a soldier and you were looking down the barrel of a gun and like that was enough. To, to, to turn you off as a presidential candidate now you can literally be caught on tape talking about sexually assaulting people and and that's not enough like uh, and it's a you know I guess that's we're now living in a post truth world where the truth is no longer um, objective it's subjective your your truth is just what you want to believe I guess I guess we've always lived in that world
1: but. so that is actually an interesting I think it's interesting that you bring that up because that this this movie I was gonna talk a little bit about the makeup of the movie but we can jump to the themes here because I think you've you've hit on something quite interesting which which is actually part of what this movie is about Uh it, it's actually quite prescient when you look back on it now 20 years later yeah With the whole the main theme apart from being you know a, just a revenge story um, the, the main theme is about the um, interplay between entertainment and politics that's right the power um the power that you get from uh public popularity yeah
0: i mean they go on to add uh and just to, to throw some some latin out there they go on about it ad nauseum um about how how commodus um, is going to um oh by the way we're going to spoil the shit out of this movie if you haven't seen oh, yeah. it but uh com- how commodus is is was smart enough to recognize that what the romans wanted was was bread and circus um, so he so he gives them the, the he gives them the games the gladiatorial games which had been uh, in the film uh, had been abolished some ten years or five years earlier and he brings them all back um, so hmm. uh, here he is uh, so yeah he he's popular because he he gives the masses
1: what they want yeah. which is entertainment but then M- Maximus becomes more popular by being being the hero and he is he and, yep. he, and he becomes so popular. That he forces Commodus, uh, he, he Commodus can't kill him. He, he, Commodus has all the all the power. He's the freaking emperor. He's the yeah. boss. He's God about emperor to, he's about to dissolve the senate. Um, yeah, but he can't kill this one guy because Because uh, every, everybody loves him.
0: Yeah, and so he contrives, uh, and and in keeping with another film that we've done, which is uh, Rollerball. Um, He contrives the, uh, he tries to stack the deck in his favor by Mm. bringing out of retirement one of uh, the greatest gladiators to ever live, uh, Tigris of Rome, uh, sorry, Tigris of Gaul, uh, in an attempt to kill um, uh, uh, Maximus, uh, but unfortunately Maximus is better than Tigris Mm. of, of Gaul. Uh, and uh, Tigris falls to Maximus, uh, so yeah, which further just cements that he further cements his popularity. Maybe what he should have done is is try to get a sex scandal on him, and maybe that <laughs> would have ruined him as a gladiator.
1: <laughs> but it's they even go, they even go about it. It's they talk about this. It's not just it's not enough to just be a great fighter. Like he's got to hold yeah. the crowd and entertain the crowd. His Proximo who is his slave owner. Um, who was Played by former, the
0: late great Oliver Reed.
1: Yeah former fighter who, himself who
0: famously died in the production of this film
1: yeah yeah they had to yep. they had to fill fill some of they his had, stuff with earl, one like, of the
0: um uh yeah one of the early uh well not early i mean it happened previously with the crow but they had to finish off his scenes with uh body doubles a little bit of cg trickery and um uh uh, uh instead of having lines he grunts because um, he, the actor was dead and couldn't mm. fulfill the lines he had three weeks of principal to, principal photography left so there's a there's a couple of shots of him like barreling down the camera which are reused because literally they had that shot of him and they could just digitally insert that shot uh, as like a response. So Oliver Reed goes, uh, depending on whereabouts in the plot line he is, has more or less dialogue because he, they could just res- they could just fill mm-hmm. in his response with a surly look at the camera.
1: And he's still Oliver amazing, Oliver Reed. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's still brilliant. Oliver Reed is so good. Um, but yeah, so he's. He takes he's the you know he's the mentor and he takes Maximus on the journey um, to um, not just not just be a great fighter. He says I I can see you're great. You know you're great, um, but I can make I can show you how to entertain and how to how to make people want to love you. Mm. Um, so he's the like it's it's not just that he's it's not just that Maximus is a good fighter. He's um, He's, he's, he's likable. And he's, he makes the audience, um, he brings he the audience the crowd. onto his side. He yeah. engages the crowd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like a good theater performer. Mm. He knows, he knows how to win the audience over. Yeah. Uh, or to, to,
1: yeah. Or the modern day, modern day equivalent is the, 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 sports athlete. Yeah. Right.
0: The sports athlete. Yeah. The one that you the like, cause star. they,
1: they engage, they engage the crowd.
0: Yeah. They engage the crowd. they have got, they've got persona They're compelling. Yeah. yeah, they've got they've got gravitas. Um, that they have a story. Um, you feel like you're engaged in it. Yeah.
1: There's nothing. There's no specific move that he teaches him or anything, isn't there? There's not a crane kick or anything that he gets that he actually no. uses. It's all it's, no. all it's all kind of in the in the background. The idea that it's Proximo who is helping him achieve this. I guess that's you know if we if we pick if we're splitting hairs and we're going to have to if we're going to find something to talk about with this movie it could, it could use it yeah could use a symbol
0: yeah or like a like a like a gesture to the crowd like a flourish or something like all, yeah. all you need to do you know is flourish to the crowd says oliver reed as he as he
1: growls something out yeah. on camera it doesn't come he doesn't, and, kind, of, but he doesn't. He kind of has a moment like yeah when you have that and then he has a kind of moment where he doesn't want to do it but then he does it and it works and you know it, then you you see the effect of the mentor on him where it's, it's all kind of it's, it's all kind of inferred there's no real you could you could remove proximo from the movie completely and almost the, a, yeah. and the um everything would happen in the same way he doesn't actually yeah. he doesn't actually change anything about uh his the way he fights based on what no. proximo says or, or, or the way applied. he treats the crowd yeah the only it, thing
0: he doesn't do is he stops throwing swords at the crowd hmm <laughs> so he goes yeah, from he stops swords.
1: directly antagonizing the crowd <laughs> he goes from a so goes, goes from a heel to a face <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah maybe maybe that's the uh maybe that's the change that we're looking for here i mean that's um, that's as,
1: that's as much as you get but it's like it, it, honestly it doesn't really it doesn't really matter it's the boy movie's, the money rusty crowhead if only Rusty Crow had
0: learned some of these uh, some of these lessons from the film you know maybe maybe he wouldn't be quite the divisive figure in Hollywood and the rest of the world that he became so
1: you could use a mentor to make him a bit more likeable
0: yeah maybe an Oliver Reed type to come out and go hey you know maybe uh, three minute poems at the BAFTAs uh, and then assaulting a stage manager because they cut you off is is the wrong way to go about things, Rusty Crow Um, and then uh, Maybe maybe then he, he wouldn't be the, the social pariah he is now. Who knows, Rusty? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, um, I think um, Russell Crowe, obviously, we're, we're New Zealanders. Uh, I think it's, it's only fair to, to mention up top that Russell Crowe is definitely not a New Zealander. He is definitely <laughs> Australian, and all of New I- Zealand agrees.
1: I've got to say, I gotta looked, say I looked back on this movie um, and, and his performance I was expecting to I was expecting to find holes in his performance but I think his performance is pretty solid.
0: Yeah yeah um, I, I think uh, the guys over at the honest trailers on uh, YouTube kind of kind of nail it when they say that he, it's a one note performance. It's a really good note but it's one note he does one thing and um, somehow or other that was somehow or other that translates to a, a great characterization in this. In this particular instance i think it was uh, i don't know if it was intentional but it, it certainly was effective
1: um, we've we've talked about this before though because we yeah. you can do this badly and it was it was rollerball wasn't it that we talked about this yeah. where james khan this is what james khan is going for yeah and it falls completely flat yeah
0: i think i think rusty does a better version of what james khan did yeah um and uh, i think unfortunately james khan was trying to be this this um kind of like you could project your own emotions onto him like he's a blank slate. And the idea is that you're, you're, you're feeling whatever you think that character is supposed to feel rather than that character telling you what they're mm-hmm. feeling. Um, and I think Rusty, um, I think uh, Russell Crowe in this instance, um, uh, just the way that characterization of Maximus um, is uh, as that tortured general uh, or as that tortured tragic figure uh, is, is, yeah, he, I mean, I'll, I'll give Russell Crowe shit all day um but yeah he does a good job here and um, and i think it's very effective in this part
1: how much do you how much do you credit ridley scott with
0: that i don't know if i credit him with much because he's certainly not like an actor's director where he's directing where he's constantly getting great performances out of actors and and in many cases you can all of the actors in his films with very few exception are almost interchangeable like there's you're you're casting a star like he is definitely one of the the last of the the, the Hollywood star make, you know uh, star factory sort of things where he's just literally putting um, big names together in a film and he, he presents this Ridley Scott package so you know he's he's the big name director you get a big name star on board or two and then the next thing you know you you've crapped out a a, a Hollywood bankable film he's definitely the last of that kind of director mm. um, but. I, I don't think he's a particular. I don't think he's an actor's director. I don't think he's mm. out there, um, getting getting these these intimate performances from people. He's no Darren Ar- 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 Aronofsky. 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 Yeah. So, which which interestingly is a film that uh, he did Requiem for a Dream that came out the same year, um, and like there's some haunting performances mm. in that movie. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this he's definitely not a, a, an actor's director. I certainly don't think he's. Um, but he's he, is he an effective director? Thousand percent, hundred I, thousand
1: percent. I remember it being. We'll say one more thing about Rusty, and then and then talk about some of the supporting cast who are fantastic. Uh, I do want to
0: have. I do want to say one other thing about Rusty. But carry on. Carry all right.
1: On. Go, well, go, my go. thing about Rusty, I remember. It, I remember it being a thing that that he wasn't ripped in this movie. Like he, he yeah, was kind he of, was. He's kind of bulky. chunky but hunky. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was chunky but hunky. Was the was the phrase because he he'd been yep. through the nineties. Late eighties and nineties, where it was all uh, he-man kind of. That's right. Schwarzenegger, Stallone, Van Damme—you you would have one of them in this movie, and then you had him. And now we've come around again, and now it's now it's Chris Pratt. Um, yeah, but Chris, a bit dad bod. Chris, right? Chris Hemsworth, um, kind of getting yeah, getting pretty. Cut. Well, all um, of those, all of those, all of the Chris's. So Chris Hemsworth,
0: and... Chris Evans, like all of those Marvel guys, huge jacked man yeah um yeah so all of those guys and then you had rusty so he was he was a little bit he was a little bit soft around the edges but i mean historically speaking that's probably a lot more accurate than the chris hemsworth yeah um so uh i think that's interestingly enough though like funny you should bring up bodybuilders because the guy who plays tigress of um of gaul is uh arnold schwarzenegger's friend uh, I can never remember his name but uh, it's it's Sven Ol Thorsen um, and Sven Ol Thorsen is a bodybuilder who came up with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Arnold Schwarzenegger brought him out from Germany. Really? So Sven, <laughs> yeah, so Sven Ol or Sven Ol or Thorsen he's in Conan he's in every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie Ooh. he is the body double for Arnold Schwarzenegger in many films um, and he's Arnold Schwarzenegger I think he's maybe the stunt double as well so he's this big fucking swedish guy um i assume he's swedish from the name apologies if he's not but he's had this this lifelong career of just being this hulking mass he's a big guy um and and he's tigress of mm. of gaul so funny we should bring up arnie because he's in this movie just swen is and um he's mm. he's the the guy with the bowl cut haircut and, and um uh, uh conan that yeah. um yeah, he's one of the he's one of the the, the Doom Riders of whatever it is I mm-hmm. forget, but another sword and sandal film. Um, but yeah, uh, the story I wanted to tell about Rusty Crow was um, uh, Rusty Crow. I have a I have a I have a, a semi personal connection to this film because I used to work for a company owned by a chap called Eric Watson, uh, who was a New Zealand businessman of, of note and ill repute in the two thousands. I think he's actually finally gotten some criminal charges laid against him, he might not be as rich as he once was. But apparently, um, back in the 90s or the, the late 80s, he and Rusty Crow had shared a girlfriend at some point. They had dated some girl who was the same person. And so when Rusty Crow um, made it big in, and he was hanging around in London, Eric Watson was also in London. Um, and apparently they got into it in a, in a bathroom in a London restaurant or pub or venue um, over the fact that Rusty and Eric had dated the same girl. So I think the way the, way the story goes, and history might will probably remember it differently than I'm telling it now, but apparently Rusty told Eric uh, uh, something, something disparaging about this girl that maybe Rusty had stolen away from Eric Watson back in the day and they ended up getting into a, into fisticuffs in this bathroom in London um, and uh, Eric uh, had to be pulled off Russell Crowe by Eric's security detail uh, because he was giving Frosty an absolute thrashing and so yeah Eric Watson had to be pulled off and I remember because I was working for a company owned by Eric Watson at the time and I uh, <laughs> i was just like i want to say that eric yeah punch rusty in the face (laughs) yeah get him again um but yeah (laughs) i i I don't know why i was so so disparaging towards russell crow at the time but certainly his stories about him having the same emotional tools as a bricklayer made me kind of upset (laughs) fuck mate (laughs) you're an actor calm down (laughs) anyway carry on we should stop uh, shit talking russell crow he's a kiwi i suppose uh, is he though? Yeah, no, anyway. <laughs> um Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> oh joaquin Phoenix. <sighs> whoo How good. He is pretty fucking good. I don't know how he didn't get nominated for an Oscar in this. He is does he, he is not does excellent. he
1: not get supporting actor? Did he not even get nominated? I don't that think he is, did. That is criminal.
0: Oh no he did. I lie. <laughs> <laughs> he did get nominated it it. Benicio uh, he, del Toro won it Benicio del Toro in traffic yeah it was a, it was a top year though so Actually, you're, in, there's some you're in real the quality Albert Finney. yeah you're in the running <sighs> Jeff Bridges Jeff William Bridges. Dafoe William <laughs> <Defoe>. <laughs> oh, Albert man. Finney oh the late great Albert Finney, Finney. William yeah. Dafoe though I mean uh, what movie was he in Shadow yeah, of the Shadow Nightmare of the, I remember I, that movie that's a great movie I bet you I bet you they didn't cast Willem Dafoe. I bet you we just turned up on set <laughs> and was being creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and someone was just like, fucking film
1: that. Film him. Film him. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a fantastic movie. Um, anyway, we're getting distracted uh, by other movies. We'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, I just, I think he's he's so good. You really, you really get that sense. This is a guy who has been brought up to believe he is half man, half God. Oh. Yeah, um, he is so entitled and sniveling, and he, he veers an s- prick. veers so yeah. quickly from from powerful, uh, intelligent, wise man to just just uh, just a horrible,
0: just garbage. Yeah, yeah. and garbage. and it, and, it, and it's so quick because like you introduce so the film opens with Russell Crowe in battle in Gaul, and uh, Richard Harris is hanging around. He's the Emperor um and like you get you 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 immediately get that set up, right so rusty very effective is loved by the emperor loves the emperor himself um he has such a, a good he, setup
1: here's a dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep yes got me <laughs>
0: yep has a dog like he's just and he's like he's effective the troops love him everybody loves him and then um you're introduced to Joaquin Phoenix um and uh and he just turns up and the first thing he does like one he's a snibbling wretch because he's complaining about how hard his life is in this carriage as as he's rolling towards the front lines uh and then he hops out of the carriage it's clear that the battle's already happened it's like and he hops out and he's like, "Father, why didn't you call me sooner? Um, I could have helped you with this battle." And he's sending troops around like he's fucking got something yeah. to do here. And it's just and every you can just get that sense from everyone that like well, this guy is a fucking winner, uh, but not in a good way. It's and fantastic, it's fantastic it's, writing. It's like a, yeah, the
1: first one of his first lines. Have I missed it? Have I missed have the I battle? Missed it? You, you missed you it, buddy. Fucking know you've missed it. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's so good have i missed it have i missed the battle yes you fucking missed the battle stop acting like you you didn't know this yeah so it's it's really it's really clever this is that's everything everything you need to know about that character in that one line yeah he's trying so hard to he's a coward but he's trying so hard to hide it and no one is buying what he's selling and full credit to Ridley Scott,
0: because I don't think, I think a lesser director, and I'll give Ridley Scott shit all day too, but I think a lesser director would not have been able to resist a cutaway shot to a couple of fucking Roman centurions giving him a sideways look when he says, have I mm-hmm. missed the battle? Crash cut to some centurions looking at each other and maybe looking at him. Yep. Um, just just to hammer home that idea that to the audience, like nobody buys his shit. Um, but no, Russ, Ridley's got, it's like, no, 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 Joaquin's got no, this. I agree. He
1: lets his, he lets his core cool cast do it. He lets Ridley do it. And he lets, um, Richard, Richard fucking Harris do it. Who was Richard Harris so it. good. Yeah. He's, yeah. Un, he's in, he's only in the first 30 minutes of the movie, but yeah, sadly he's, he's killed off her. Yeah. 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 Which, yeah, he yeah. has to, has to be, but he's just, well, that's how the yeah. story works, right? Just in did. real life that,
0: that, that person, that, that Emperor died of, um, of the plague.
1: Really? Yeah. Wow. So But that's yeah. that's brave. that's Braveheart, right? History is written by, Victor. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> written by the Victor or Ridley Scott in this case. case. <laughs> <laughs> Ridley Scott, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um okay. So um Yep, cast what good. Else happens um, cast good. Yeah, everybody in this is good. Connie Nelson's good. Yep. Um Derek Jacobi's good. Demon Hunsu is good. Even the, um even the supporting cast is good like tommy flanagan and ralph moeller they're both excellent i had to
1: look up his i had to look up his name but the first slaver who buys um who buys oh Crowe, yeah i recognize from from the one episode of black books that he's in his name is omid jalili oh he's um he's also in the mummy so he's the uh,
0: yeah. the egyptian yeah 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 he's good everyone in this is good everyone there's there's not a there's not a person and even the kid's not annoying how fucking how fucking nope. unusual is
1: that no nope. good kid good like kid, kid. Yep. although yeah, nice. it hits all it's it hits all its marks it hits all its um that's all it's turning all its, all the story and turning point stories well put together um you get this the action of, is great you could argue that the, in the third act there's a kind of a, a rescue story that just goes nowhere it just fizzles out and oh it turns out that he has to he was going to fight communists this whole time uh, so could they have been doing something more to do with that while they were teasing us with this rescue, rescue storyline that went nowhere? But I don't know. It's it's fine. It's good.
0: Because it's Yeah. Because uh, for those of you that don't know, um, and I don't know how you haven't seen this film in twenty two years, uh, it's been on heavy rotation. But um, the the idea is that um, uh, the Emperor, played by Richard Harris, uh, tells tells Rusty Crow, uh, his character Maximus, that he's going to turn over the his um, the emperor's chair to Rusty with the and with the idea that Rusty will then return it to the Senate because he's been ruling by emperor decree for however long, um, and he doesn't want Joachim Phoenix to to be um, to be emperor because he's he knows he's going to be a bad a bad guy, uh, and and so so Wakim kills his father and assumes assumes the 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 chalice of emperor. And then the very first thing he does is kills off the people or tries to kill off the people that um, would, would otherwise stand in the way of his power, namely being Russell Crowe. Um, and then Russell Crowe su- survives, goes through, becomes famous gladiator, wins the crowd. Um, and then there are elements within the Roman Senate and stuff that are conspiring to get him released because then he will, his army will, will, um, resp- will, will resp- welcome him back and he will command the army and will be able to overthrow the emperor um which given when we're recording this um uh, i wish there was a maximus style character that could be baby turn over the russian army and send uh, vladimir putin packing but yeah how 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 interesting in the time <laughs> you know. yeah yeah oh i don't know
1: you got i mean Z- zelensky as zelensky has has Taken a lead oh, I guess book, yeah. Right? Zelensky he's is definitely the, the he's the, the
0: maximus of this story. He, he certainly knows how to win the crowd. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So you get it when you get it.
1: Actors actors in politics, right? Right back yeah. to Reagan.
0: Yeah. No, knows how to turn a crowd. Yeah. Knows what looks good on camera. Yeah. It's the same with Trump, I guess, uh, to a lesser degree. Um, I, I think with Trump it was definitely less less orchestrated and more accidental uh but Zelensky is is definitely is camera aware knows what knows what a story looks like yeah um and knows how to turn that as 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 theater he says with he says with uh air quotes yeah um yeah very very uh, very prescient very very opt uh, apt
1: timing yeah. yeah hey so should we anything more you want to say on gladiator or should we talk about some of these other movies that it was up against uh what else could say about gladiator
0: special effects stand up really well um historically um it, it plays with history which uh, ordinarily annoys the hell out of me because you know it's, it's history why, why would you set something in, why would you set a film against known historical events and then change change how those events play out because <laughs> it goes against goes against what actually happened like why Such would you a purist bother? craig I know, like, I never get really the, upset. Never let with, the
1: truth get in the way of a good yarn, Craig. I'm not...
0: I'm not I, I for one, am very guilty of this, uh, never <laughs> about letting the truth get in the way of a good story. Um, but, uh, look, it's... Uh, what's that uh, Quentin Tarantino film in World War II? Inglorious uh, Bastards, right? Inglourious Bastards. Inglourious right? Bastards. Uh, it, it, they, they kill Hitler in a movie theatre, and, and the war goes differently. It, it just that always really annoyed me about that film like you go to all this this level to make these these historical monsters um be even more monstrous uh and pack it full of like quippy dialogue and then fuck it we're just gonna kill hitler in a in a movie theater and not just kill him violently kill him Mm. (laughs) in a way that is satisfying to the audience um just just why what why would you do that um I don't know. It seems... You know,
1: because endings hard. are hard. I guess.
0: <laughs> I guess, I suppose so. Um, but it, um, And then, then Quentin Tarantino does the same thing. Uh, in, in two movies later, when he does uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he changes how the Manson family murders happen and Sharon Tate gets to live. Um, mm-hmm. Because Brad Pitt, um, uh, Brad Pitt's stuntman, Mike, um, just... Fucks up the Manson follower, Manson family when they turn up at the wrong house, and it's just like. Is that what I happens mean, in that movie? I could not get to the end of it. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll confess, no, I'm had... not the world's biggest Quentin Tarantino fan, um, but uh, yeah, that's down. that's what happens. Okay. Yeah, uh, stuntman Mike, um, the the Manson family turn up at the wrong house, right. and stuntman Mike is there, half cut on beer or high, um, and his incredibly well trained dog uh, immediately takes to the takes to one of the um, hmm. manson family um and it and it culminates um in um one of them being in the pool and um oh, i forget his name the uh dicaprio leonardo dicaprio uh, has a a, a flamethrower from a film and he, he uses the flamethrower on, on one of the manson family members and and uh immolates them in the pool and it's just very cathartic because you know what they go on to do they murder everybody at the sharon tate house no no in this in this reality they all get to live and have a have a happily ever after and it's um i guess that's the point of the film once upon a time in hollywood right and then they lived happily ever after so um yeah it's Mm. that kind of like why would you fuck around with the history like it's almost anyway Anyway, that's a whole other tangent
1: let's anyway all right um so uh four other four other nominees for best picture in 2000 um chocolat crouching tiger hidden dragon erin Brockovich and traffic
0: yeah the uh two the two steven soderbergh films so yeah, two two, yeah. two best picture and best director nominations in that same year for yeah. steven soderbergh yeah good year good year to be steven soderbergh yeah yeah
1: he, he had a good year um uh erin brokovich kind of i feel like that kind of lives in the same realm as gladiator it's just a it's a solid movie acting is so good traffic. acting yeah. is good story is good so is traffic yeah traffic, is, i i
0: chocolate is a bit
1: forgettable right? a bit a, of, i don't think i've a, seen it a bit of a silly movie it's um, a, it's, i remember it's, seeing it's likeable, traffic but it's not oh kind yeah of, it's not a you'd be worried if it. not not a best picture. picture
0: yeah traffic was um I, I really liked traffic i saw that i saw that i think this is one of the i tried to watch all the best oscar films i think the only one i couldn't get to or didn't really want to go to was chocolat um but traffic was the one that had it was three separate storylines told um in one in one contiguous um thread and each of the storylines had a different camera style um so you had the 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 color the color grade was different for each Mm. of those storylines um and there's a great shot where it's um two of those storylines intersect and they're looking across at each other from different sides of the border um and on one side you got michael douglas and on the other side um i think you have benicio del toro and uh in, in mexico the um the color grade is very washed out very 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 brown um very yellow a heavy color palette and in in um the american side it's all pristine clean white and and Mm. harsh blues and so just the the two of them looking at each other from the different side of the border and the two different camera styles or the the film film styles from each is uh so it's Mm. it's perfect it's so good is
1: that a bit of a precursor to the wire uh
0: yes i think it is because it's like it's a um it's an it's it's trying to be a bit more of an honest telling of the war on drugs that yeah. we, we we probably hadn't gotten until this point.
1: kind of human, um, humanizing the players and humanizing the, and, the players showing them yeah. as showing them more as pawns in a system. Yeah.
0: Cuz uh it, it's literally that because um uh, uh I want to say her name is Eric but it's not um I forget her name. Uh she was married to Michael Douglas uh, or is still married to Michael Douglas. Um Catherine zeta jones katherine zeta jones um she's she's kind of forced into this drug trade business a little bit a little bit by happenstance um because her husband is a drug dealer and she doesn't realize her husband's a drug dealer um and then so she becomes a drug dealer to to save her husband so it's it's yeah you're right humanizes that that mm. um humanizes the drug trade and and it looks at it from both um a drug user's point of view a um the, the law enforcement and the drug producers sides um, equally and all of those characters become quite human as a result um, which is yeah it's, it, you're right I think it precursor to the wire mm. yeah Aaron Brokovich. that's that's pretty decent as well I mean um, Julia Roberts I mean she was already a huge star and this is what gave yeah. her an Oscar yeah so. uh, and crouching tiger hidden dragon never heard of it
1: okay <laughs> so I I, I said at the start there's there's one movie I think which deserved to win Best Picture here and it's Chocolat Tiger and Dragon for me that I I, that movie um, yeah stands out to me to this day um, as and maybe it was like I was 18 in in the year 2000 it was the first time I'd seen a a, a movie with such a distinct style I know that kind of um, Hong Kong Kung Fu movie's been around for a long time um
0: well that style of that Hong Kong kung fu movie had be, has been around for, for decades. Do you, is, it,
1: is it wire YF, wire Is that what you YFU, call YFU, it? Wire fu. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so had been popularized by the Matrix. Like that's what that's what popularized that style of filmmaking, fight making yeah. in, in Hollywood was was um, the, the Matrix. So. Yeah. yeah. but yeah. It's
1: um, yeah, I remember I loved I loved that movie the, the cast a great um the Michelle story, Yu story and is great. Chow Yuen fat, Yuen fat. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just, I found it, I found it completely compelling, and uh, yeah, I thought it, I thought it deserved to win that year. It's um, maybe two thousand Hollywood not quite ready to give a foreign language movie best picture. Um, maybe it's just that, or maybe I don't know. Gladiators. Looking back on it, I can see that. Yeah, Gladiators. Gladiators good. I'm, I'm not. I'm not so bitter about it. Um,
0: Ang Lee, um, Ang Lee is a, is a, is a pretty decent director as well. So he would go on to, he would also go on to do Brokeback Mountain, which we might have to come back to at a later date because that movie lost to, um, Crash at the Oscars in, um, 2005. And Mm. Brokeback Mountain is phenomenal. Uh, and, um, Uh, definitely is doing some new things that uh hollywood probably at in 2005 wasn't very ready for um uh, and he would also he would also go on to do or immediately his the the film he chooses to do immediately after crouching tiger hidden dragon is is the hulk Hulk? (laughs) yeah with with eric banner um banner banana uh so yeah it's a it's it's certainly more a cerebral take on a character that's traditionally not very cerebral um so it's 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 a fun film but i think it's a fun film but yeah it didn't it it wasn't very well received at the time and i haven't seen it in a while um
1: um, some revisit that at some point really good other movies not up for best picture because this is back when you could only have five but um some really good other movies when you look down this list um so requiem for a dream is one we've already mentioned which is in the is in the list for um the this the, the year 2000 academy awards yep. um almost castaway. famous almost famous castaway um, yeah. I I rate almost famous higher and higher the more often I see it. It's I think it's really really good. I loved it when it came out, mostly just because it had Led Zeppelin in it. But <laughs> um, I actually I actually think it's it's really good. Um, uh, Quills. Um, and I haven't o, seen that. Oh brother, where art thou? Quills. Oh brother, where art Quills there. is yeah. Quills is worth a watch, and um, Oh brother, where art thou? Uh, is as well. Um, all yeah, really really solid movies yeah i
0: saw almost famous um amy hadn't seen that so uh, we watched that just recently um in the last six months i don't think she she's a she's a big fan of music from that time period as well so um i don't know how she'd managed to miss it but we watched it and i th- i don't think she was so enamored with it but um i i certainly like it um patrick fugit is the name mm. of the kid in that um yeah, it's it was, a good movie. It, it Shadow of the Vampire. It yeah, took that me was about
1: three or four watches, maybe four watches to realize, because this came out, I was working at a video store in the, in the year 2000, so I watched a lot right. of these movies very often. Um, but it, it took me several watches to realize that the, the start of Almost Famous, and sorry, this is a bit of a tangent, uh, the start of Almost Famous is a Christmas song and people, people walking around and it's a hot summer day mm. and, there's, and there's Christmas music playing. Um, which is uh, obviously uh, for an American audience that's meant to be um, anachronistic and you're meant to get, okay, this is a slightly kooky family that celebrates Christmas in the middle of summer. Uh, But when you live in New Zealand, um, (laughs) That's our reality. That's our reality. We celebrate Christmas every summer. So it's a hot day and there's a Christmas song playing. Yep.
0: (laughs) Move on. Sounds like New Zealand to us. (laughs) Um, uh, Billy Elliot came out this year as well. That's Billy on there. pretty decent film um gosh yeah it was it was a solid it was a solid year at the oscars so yeah. you think do you think that uh um uh, gladiator deserved the best picture in 2000 in the 2001 oscar oh,
1: season i could i can see why they won it part of part of why we part of why we started doing the oscar thing is to um uh drill a little bit into the politics right and highlight ones ones where okay that 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 hasn't that hasn't won because of the quality of the film that's that's, that's one because for other reasons it, yeah. it, it, either it resonated with the audience at that time or because the vote was split or because of some um effective campaigning um, yep. by the producers Shakespeare in Love. yeah there's there's nothing obvious it's not a travesty gladiator winning it's uh, and, and i thought it, i thought it might be looking back at it but uh looking back it's nah uh, this film's
0: solid as
1: it's 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 fine i don't it, think it, it is it, an absolute it wouldn't have, rock solid film I, yeah, I wouldn't have voted for it but i can see why it won it's it's fantastic it's ambitious um, it's, and it, it's and certainly and ambitious it achieves, and it, it achieves everything it's trying to achieve and more yeah the script is is
0: tight the cast is tight um uh, despite russell crowe apparently walking off set when he didn't get his way with with dialogue in the finished product um yeah he was apparently a prima donna even then were there um, any
1: other any other casting have you got have you got the wikipedia page up that's imdb it usually reveals if there's like different cast casting that was considered like different i wonder if wonder if, no, it different not, not, if someone else in the in the maximus or in the um not that i've not that i've seen
0: um i don't i didn't see any um like oh this actor was meant to be um was was almost cast or was replaced at the last minute the Mm. only one was was oliver reed uh, who who died three weeks out from from principal photography what i did think was interesting though um uh, because hollywood is first and foremost a business um everyone had insurance on them and oliver reed had insurance on him Uh, and should he be unable to finish the film like the insurance company would pay out Um, and that's kind of what happened so they he died and uh, there was this there was this big rush to either remove him from the film finish the film with what they had or they could recast uh, because the insurance company would have paid for it Um, and they chose not to recast they um, they chose to keep him in the film and finish with what they had um and i mean it's unless you are told that he died three weeks before the finish of this film um three weeks before principal photography finished you wouldn't know he, he they no. seamlessly they seamlessly finish that character arc out i mean he goes from having a lot to say to having nothing to say um uh, but yeah i think that's the the only one they chose not to, they chose I'd, not to. I'd
1: completely forgotten it um, until you mentioned it
0: that he died yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. he had a heart attack um, and he died on set well not on set I think he died in his sleep but, mm-hmm. um, I don't I don't think there were any I don't think there were any um, major casting issues I don't think there was like a, a, a time when uh, Harrison Ford nearly played um, Gladiator I think there was a famous actor who was courted for the role
1: um, of Maximus, and he hard, thought he was too old. Hard to think of anyone else in either of those main roles, eh, Maximus or uh, Commodus. I can't.
0: I can't see anybody else in those main roles either. I did. Um, I did. I think I did see some trivia that was um, someone. Someone uh, was originally cast, or was was being courted. Oh,
1: I think Mel Gibson. I think Mel Gibson was courted to play. Right, so that, Maximus. so that's yeah, which tr- tracks with Braveheart, but then that's a bit too. feels a bit too close I was just thinking about like who's the who's the the best villain that I know which is of course Alan Rickman but even then I can't I can't really (laughs) picture him as um, can't really picture him as Commodus maybe it's just maybe um, Joaquin Phoenix is just too good he's apparently apparently according to the trivia Joaquin
0: Phoenix was always first choice to play Commodus really yeah they didn't consider anybody else
1: what had he been in before this um t- I think he, he was on in 9mm and um. yeah he was um
0: he was in I think the film that he was in before this that actually kind of made him a star obviously his brother is the late River Phoenix hmm. um but he was in a he was in a bunch of stuff like he was he was a TV player um, all the way back to the early 80s um and then but I think his kind of breakout film role was 8mm And that's in 1999 the year before two years before this comes out and then he's in a movie called the yards which i haven't seen he's also in a movie called clay pigeons which i haven't seen um he's in a bunch of stuff that i don't think anyone's seen um or well very few people have seen but yeah this is this is his breakout role this is the film that puts joaquin phoenix on the map map, gives him his first oscar nom i
1: wonder what made them so confident to cast him in this
0: he was pretty good in Eight Millimeter, um, but he was a he played a Have you seen Eight Millimeter? It's um, no. Nicholas Cage um, in this, this noir sort of story about um, a snuff film, and Nicholas Cage mm-hmm. is a detective that has to find out the origins of the snuff film, and he ends up tracking down this under this underbelly of, of snuff filmmakers in LA, um, and he and Joaquin Phoenix plays a um, a a porn store employee that uh, Nicholas Cage befriends. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the track down of 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 the the, the producers of this the snuff film, and um, that's an interesting film as well about like desensitization to violence and stuff because it, it, um, it, yeah it's interesting, uh, but yeah I, I I'm not really I assume that um, it was probably something like eight millimeter or U-turn uh, that gets him mm-hmm. noticed, but apparently he was first pick and always was first pick uh according to this Hans Zimmer uh Hans Zimmer does the score for Gladiator mm-hmm. um and the rules so he gets an Oscar nom for this as well I think um but interest interestingly uh there was some controversy around um because he couldn't it, the the film credits two people as the composer for this film uh and Hans Zimmer is the only one who got the Oscar nom and the other person didn't uh, due to some arcane oscar uh, nomination rules Ooh. um so yeah Hans Zimmer is the one that gets the oscar nom apparently that was quite controversial at the time mm, juicy. uh lisa gerard was denied an oscar so nomination according to the trivia
1: is she lucilla is she uh no
0: no no lisa gerard was was um a co-composer um ah oh, that's for, the yeah. okay yes yeah, snubbed snubbed yeah the, snubbed that's the snubbed person yeah um yeah, um, yeah, and just just to just to lightly touch on the the bodybuilder stuff again. Ralph Ralph Mueller, he plays the um, the the large Centurion guy that um, like the big he's the the big the other big guy in the cast. Uh, he's a bodybuilder as well. Um, uh, he was. Oh a, yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: I recognise that guy. The guy with the big jaw. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Ralph Mueller. Um and he was in Universal Soldier with uh, Dolph yeah. Lundgren and uh, Jean Claude
1: have you seen did you see um a beautiful mind i did because that, that's the like that's the russell that was before this right and that's the russell crow like was it before act, this Was it after this acting chops kind of
0: role, i think it was after right? this i think was that um after? i think yeah i think it was after because um that is yeah i'm sure that was after this um could be well wrong i think it was after this i'll just bring that up um rusty crow what's he like in that so i haven't seen that uh he gets oscar nominated for that as well doesn't he i think that that actually ends up winning an oscar for um for the director um oh what's his name he he's from happy days he, he did
1: like apollo 13 and stuff it's so he wins he wins best actor for this over tom hanks and castaway jeffrey rush and quills Javier yep Javier. yeah Bardia beautiful mind before, yeah happy but it was ron howard so it
0: was two years later hmm. okay that so, was after this yeah um yeah it was basically the next year yeah
1: so it's pretty yeah. incredible right yeah I, I, it's it's incredible I, for, I
0: i don't think he deserved the oscar for this film
1: i mean I it's, it's 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 an action hero role Com- it's probably like the it's, first
0: time an action hero role yeah, has won the best it's, the best it's
1: actor. not compared with so i mean tom hanks in Castaway. away he was great. He's, he is the only one in the movie for about 85 percent yeah of its, that of its volleyball time That's that a, volleyball turns in a great performance it's
0: hard best hard hard not to say that tom hanks
1: carries the movie cast
0: away. <laughs> that's how he lost all that weight mate so he put on he started the film quite chunky and then he finishes the film like waif waif like he yeah. lost all that weight carrying that film on his
1: shoulders so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so kind of yeah more more act some more actory type roles type nominations there for best actor but you but yep. russell Crowe takes it for uh well I, and i and i do i do think he's good it's i think you're right it's a, it's a one note but it's not i i i don't think it's as easy as it looks when you see someone do it and fail and and you think okay uh, it's actually it's actually hard to do the strong silent one that that's that does take is a bit it of, though
0: does take a bit of skill <laughs> um the very next film he does after gladiator russell Crowe. this is this is not the i don't like russell Crowe podcast just fyi um the very next film he does after this is proof of life with meg ryan uh which um which is uh which is where he has an affair with in real life has an affair with meg ryan and of uh, course the dissolution of the meg ryan dennis quaid marriage or and then apparently go. Go and then the apparently goss. yeah apparently i remember it at the time i was i was fully plugged into the movie goss in in the, in the early 2000s um and um so meg ryan and russell crowe have a, a a well-publicized affair that they they initially tried to, to, to deny but it's uh, it very quickly develops that um, that it's true, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Dennis Quaid, who who is by all accounts a, a lovely guy, um, just just straight up divorces Meg Ryan, uh, and Meg Ryan um, thinks she's in a relationship now with Russell Crowe, and Russell Crowe <laughs> just goes off and dates somebody else, and so poor Meg Ryan's <laughs> kind of left, kind of left out in the cold, so. I mean, live with dogs get fleas, I suppose. But um, yeah, Rusty Crow
1: just proven himself to be an
0: all around great guy.
1: <laughs> all right, um, best picture winner, <laughs> best actor winner, Russell Crow. Um, hey,
0: uh... <laughs> I, I would just uh, just just to hammer the point home, he actually has an he actually has a chunk in his Wikipedia um, bio about altercations
1: and controversies. <laughs> Craig, so that's still, the kind of person we're dealing with here. I still live. I still live in the country that Russell Crowe is from. Like, I don't know. I don't know where Russell Crowe lives now, but it's, there's a strong. There's a strong likelihood it's New Zealand where I am. No, he's he's
0: in New South Wales. He doesn't care about you. He's. Uh...
1: <laughs>
0: that, yeah, that he... we can be sure of he um i think i think it was his oscar acceptance speech i think it was his oscar acceptance speech where he gets up and he goes um he's his uh um god defend new zealand but thank god for australia and it's like okay so you clearly don't want to be a new zealander anymore rusty crow that's fine you
1: can be australian fuck you but yeah <laughs> cold gold <laughs> all right um we should wrap up look this yeah this movie is greatness it's, oh this movie is fantastic, fantastic. And, 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 and I'll give
0: Russell Crowe shit for another hour, but he's fantastic in this yeah. movie, and he's in one of my favorite films, which is L.A. Confidential. He is fantastic. Oh in that. man, oh, we uh, mentioned and L.A. Confidential,
1: that is L.A. Confidential, a
0: wonderful movie. That is fantastic, so and it's good. the Australian Kiwi buddy cop film yeah. of the of it's the Guy fucking Pierce, millennium. Guy Pierce is in that. <sighs> Everyone's in that. So I th- I think that that Can that sniveling it? excuse for a human being, um, that that slime bag i think his name is kevin spacey that dickhead he's in it like just ignore that he yeah he he meets a violent end as kevin spacey should um but um but yeah it's it's la confidential one of my favorite films such a good
1: movie um hey so we're we should be releasing this uh relatively soon and then we're gonna have a we're gonna have a little mini pod um where Craig gives his opinions on the Oscar nominees for twenty twenty two and I give my opinion on the power of the dog, which is the only one that I've seen. seen. <laughs> because <laughs> I have children and Craig does not. Which means Craig has free time and I do not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have a cat. It is it is very it is very
1: demanding. Um, so so, <laughs> so look out for that. We'll be we'll be back again soon.
0: Very shortly. All right. Thanks for uh, listening. Like hey, and subscribe. Yeah. Hit, uh, hit
1: us up on the socials, do all
0: that good shit and and did you like did you like gladiator did you think it deserved to win the best picture oscar of of uh 2001 uh, or did you like mike feel that it should have been crouching tiger hidden dragon i i kind of agree with mike if i'm being honest i think it should have gone to that as well but
1: um here we are tell us everything yep, tell Sound us off in the
0: comments tell us.
1: us up we're yeah. here we're watching or well, craig is anyway
0: i am <laughs> do you know how hard it is to watch eight oscar nominated films <laughs> it is it is time consuming it's, it's and they're I salute, not getting I your commitment i salute your commitment right? <laughs> freaking the last one i've got to watch is three hours long so all right i think that'll be i think that'll be tonight's viewing you
1: know? yeah all right we'll, we'll be back right. with that soon um thanks everybody out, so we'll talk to you soon bye-bye all right